0: Welcome to Stuck at Home with Cliff Dorfman and Jason Smith. Here are your hosts, Jason Smith and Cliff Dorfman. Hey! Hey! Welcome Hello. to a new episode of Stuck at Home with me, Cliff Dorfman, and
1: me, Jason. That guy. Yeah, I'm a dad, Smith.
0: <laughs> my... <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have a happy father. I raise Day. We just, children. We just we just rolled off of a Father's Day on yeah. uh, This new episode.
1: So, uh, how was your Father's Day, Jason? It was It was great. Uh, my wife brought me breakfast in bed, which was nice, uh, and was then. Nice. They left me alone till like eleven, which was perfect. And then they watched what time the they tea? bring you breakfast. Uh like oh. nine thirty, which is which is late. But for me, but it was good. It's so we got we got that going on. And then um we talked for a little bit. They gave me gifts and I got to be then they let me <laughs> spend the rest of the day alone. It was awesome.
0: That sounds okay. So that sounds like the absolute perfect Father's Day. Oh, I have a can I can I Yeah. I just wanna I have a philosophy about this. All right, Mother's Day, Father's Day, you said it before we on the on the air. I hate saying that, but I'm going to say it. So <laughs> Mother's Day and Father's Day two different expectations, right? There's mm-hmm. that big saying, the adage, the cliché, why isn't there a kids day, right? Why right. isn't there? A kid's day? Well, because everyday's kids day, right? Every day, day. Okay. So the definition of Father's Day to me is if everyday's kids day, Father's Day is my day to not have to deal with the fucking kid. <laughs> leave me alone. The the kid is and by the way they did everything. His mom went and like shopped and bought like the exact things I needed, so I didn't have to leave the house. Yep. Right. Everybody left me alone. My kid was like, "Do you want to go out for dinner tonight?" You know, and I was like, "Uh, no." He's like, "Okay, it's Father's Day. Whatever you want." I'm like, "Great." Everybody left me the fuck alone. I, I wrote all day, granted, but they left me alone. Uh, and that is the perfect Father's Day. I don't even need a gift.
1: My kid got me like a candle. I don't need a gift. The gift is uh, uh, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you don't have to feel bad about it that day. You to get to focus on those pieces. I kind of agree. I we yes. did have some fun and we spent a little time together doing like some stuff. And we have this new TikTok enterprise we're trying to do. Love uh, it. And I'm and loving the TikTok, by the way. So we did a little bit of that this weekend and all over the time. But for the most part, I got to play video games. I got to eat a steak. And I got to be quiet. What kind of steak? Uh, it was a uh, bone-in ribeye, 41-day aged. Where'd you get that? Boa. Boa? boa. Like the, the restaurant? The restaurant Boa. Oh, I see. You didn't cook it. Oh, I, I would have. But um, sometimes you just want somebody else to make you Boa. No, no, listen, but you're a fan of Boa as a steakhouse. I, I, I don't. Think it's my favorite of all time, but I do enjoy Boa. I don't. I don't have a problem with them. I think they do a good. They do a good steak, and you, you know, uh, that bone in just with the, without trying to put all those sauces on it, sauce it's awesome.
0: Yeah, I mean, listen. I don't. uh It's not my place to go for a steak. I don't even think about. It. They don't even enter my consciousness right. when I talk about steak. I mean, I'm thinking Mastros. I'm thinking the Palm. uh yeah. You know, uh, what's that other one? That's a. Uh, that's a. Uh, oh, it's so good.
1: There's a couple of them that are really good, but they none of them deliver to my house. Boa. Well, uh, Delivers.
0: Oh, you didn't go out to a restaurant. You just had a steak
1: delivered with some potatoes. Yep, mashed potatoes, um, Call it uh, night. Br- Brussels sprouts with the bacon and uh, and the cheesecake. So yeah, I didn't. They they also had steaks. I didn't. I did not let them have steak. It was which would have been also part of my perfect Father's Day. My perfect Father's Day also involves <laughs> me ordering boa and everybody else getting Long John Silvers. And I don't know why, because I like Long John Silver's too. I like Long John Silver's also. I'm not gonna lie. I like a surf and turf kind of feeling <laughs> for it. Like, I but I want to be eating a nice big steak, and I want them to be pulling something out of a paper bag. I didn't go that far. That's a little more shot than Father's Day. That's shot yeah. in Father's Day.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, you like this beard thing going on that I got? after three like days it. off.
1: That. Look That's at it. It
0: happens in three days off. I li- I, I was saying I I wrote all like until midnight. Um, basically last night. Dang. And then
1: uh, I finally got some sleep. So it salt? wasn't really a weekend. A do I what? Do you feel... Oh, no, I just... I I mean, that's... This is my... wife just wrote this, so sorry, I got a little bit
0: back. So Jason even paid for his own Father's Day dinner because I am a terrible wife, and boa is expensive. I mean, A, it is, and, and, and too expensive for what you get there. But B is that, I mean... Sure, he paid for it. I mean, well, who's paying but, uh, for it? No, and I only bought it, you know. don't. You all have the same money? Hey, <laughs> know, Where is, it? Where is it separating?
1: <laughs> we don't have that conversation. Um. <laughs> No, we, <laughs> we you know she wasn't oh, feeling so hot last night. She was going to plan on making me some, but she did. She started. She wasn't feeling real great, so we uh, we did this way. She was awesome. They did a great job for me yesterday, and, okay, and that sounds like I really perfect. appreciate it. And I would love more of those types of nights or days. Father's yeah, Day is to just me just the way I should be treated every day. It was just, just, <laughs> just nice. Leave me alone. <laughs>
0: I mean, did you watch anything? Because um, I
1: played video games. I played video games this weekend. I actually played. What'd um, you play? I played uh, through the first Last of Us, because the, the new one just oh, came out, and yeah. I hadn't really gone through the first one in a long time. And How so, was it the uh, second time? Uh, it's good. Um, I actually have a better appreciation for it this time, I think, than last time. I get a little bit hung up on story games, where it's all, mostly story-focused, and then if all the rest of it is not great, which it is good, but it's not great when it comes to the, play- the, um, the sneaking around and stuff. Uh, but the story. of oh, the you're was, watching the cutscenes. You're a cutscenes guy. I watch the cutscenes and all that stuff. And I think without the cutscenes, uh, this particular game isn't worth playing a second time. There's plenty of better stealth games. The reason it's good is because you, you know, when I let myself get connected to the characters a little bit more, and it's a little bit more affecting, um, which is the it. the quality of this game. So yeah. Otherwise, spent hours on that. Yeah, I spent a lot of hours on that. I watched all of that. <laughs> I think I watched. Um, I watched some New Girl. And um, oh, yeah, you've been getting yeah. through that new, uh, the, the season, you know, the series, the second time, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, more enjoyable, it, less. you, It's, it's background noise to me doing other things. I can, I can have that just around the house and not feel like if I missed a joke, I don't care. Right. You've already seen it. It yeah. doesn't matter.
0: Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. yeah. It's got that good audio too that, that you yeah. can, I mean, i not for me. Modern family is for me, but, or oh, right. a family guy that, that also American dad, I kind of have to watch.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, no, I, I have those. Oh, is there
0: a new one on? I'm saying I think tonight there's a new one. Last week was it was good. It was. It feels like they're back in the swing of of American dadis dadisms. You know, right. it's like what is, Nancy's there. Hey Nancy, and your husband cooked his own ha- uh, ribs. Okay, so happy late Father's Day to us. Thank you very Thank you. much, Nancy. And you know, listen, uh, why did you make him cook? Did he want to cook? Was that his choice? Was he like get out of the kitchen? You know, that's uh, that. that
1: Otherwise, what'd you do, Nancy? Well, sometimes, sometimes, if you're going to make your own food, I don't know. So, this is just a little thing that's going on today at the house, just to kind of justify cooking your own ribs. Yeah, sure. My wife wants to make chicken and waffles today. And I love chicken and waffles.
0: Mm. Um,
1: the way that God intended chicken and waffles to be made waffles, fried chicken, you know, some sort of syrupy, spicy hot sauce type thing to kind of go with it. My wife has something called chicken and waffles that came from Pennsylvania Dutch, Pennsylvania Dutch company that involves some sort of poached-slash-baked chicken with a, like a white gravy over like a, a, a waffle. Hmm. and It's kind of soupy. And the, syrup, it's kinda, the gravy is the syrup. The gravy is the syrup the, the chicken's boiled, and it's okay, but it's not chicken and waffles. Ooh, it's not
0: fried. If you don't it's fry it, what the fuck is the purpose? And then again, there's my first one, and we're ten minutes in. So good, go on. <laughs> and and so I am here for this fight, Jason Smith. Oh, she's stop. Stephanie is here. She's
1: she's posting. She's, she's this on. is a thing. Okay, right, go on. Thing. So so when we talk about this today, I, I go okay. Here we're gonna. I want just the chicken and waffles. Let's make my chicken and waffles. If we're gonna do chicken and waffles, and she goes, well, let me think about it, and then. So now, now she's trying to come up with a hybrid. Now, a couple of weeks ago, she tried to come up with a hybrid of curry, like Thai curry, um, oh, that ended up <laughs> being some of the scariest uh, things I've ever had. Isn't uh, curry a hybrid already? Yeah, yeah. But it was just, it was like a tomato sauce. It was like if, if like, Italians tried to make a That's curry marinara there. sauce and put it over rice. Did you, well, you didn't have to pretend to eat it, right? Like, everybody oh, agreed I, it was terrible. We, we, well, she didn't hate it because she doesn't know what curry tastes like. So, But that's uh, what happens when she hybrids stuff. So she was talking about making a hybrid. <laughs> a hybrid. She, um, what she's saying there, don't make me come in there. Yeah, I, I had a feeling this might get. <laughs> this a might hybrid get of like gravy kind and of chicken fried, the, the, the chicken kind that I want with hers. And all that's going to do is make nobody happy. So, what I, no. <laughs> you know, like at least if she made the gravy kind, she'd oh. be happy. And if she made my kind, I'd be happy. But when she merges them together, it's going to be this sad, spicy sadness. And that's, you know, and Father's Day, that's the whole thing. I'd rather go buy the Spicy steak. Spicy sadness. <laughs> I'd rather buy the steak that I know I'm going to enjoy. I love your sex tape. <laughs> and and okay, if I'm going to make ribs, I want to make, make in them in the style that I want. Not like some hybrid or like, let me try and please the whole family with these ribs. I only want to please me with them ribs.
0: I only want to please me with them ribs. And by the way, just to, for a moment. By-
1: that's my flip-flip <laughs> sex tape.
0: Only one I'm pleasing. Oh, those ribs in the Flintstones knocked the car over. I mean, Those are some <laughs>
1: serious right. Right pterodactyl
0: you ribs. You know, I'm messing around with this. Meanwhile, let's just talk for a second how sick it is that they're talking about killing the dinosaurs and eating them at a drive-in. These are, these are prehistoric animals. They're like, oh, yeah, we killed the pterodactyl, we're barbecuing the ribs, and we're eating it at a drive-in like you heathens. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, they're using a, and they're using a dinosaur to play the movie. The movie's probably coming out of a dinosaur, eye. And the Flintstones was the first
0: uh, show to have a man and a woman,
1: I believe, sleeping in the same bed together. Really?
0: Yeah, I think Fred was banging, you know, yeah. Betty though on the side. Uh, oh, really? Do you think?
1: I feel like, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Sure. I don't know.
0: For I don't sure. know. Yeah, it was a whole thing. It, it happened after thing. the series ended. Yeah, but they, it wasn't.
1: It wasn't good. I mean, it was the original reality show. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we have digressed, and before my wife comes in here and beats me.
0: Is no, no, probably? no, I went into the reality show for a reason, and Betty or Wilma, oh, I am I think I'm a Betty, I'm a Betty yeah. guy, it's like Ginger or Marianne, do women do the same thing, is it like Fred or Barney, they both seem awful, yeah. like none of them would get either of those
1: girls, by the way, yeah. my, my, if I asked my wife who she went for, Fred or Barney, she'd probably say she ended up with Captain Caveman, you know, so, yeah. I get it. <laughs> There's, yeah, listen, I,
0: I mean, no one. All right. Uh, yes, I digressed into this for a very real reason. I said it was the first reality show because we do have a good guest today. I'm very, I'm very excited. You guys got a top ten uh,
1: podcast on Apple, and and but he's not here yet, so I can't even he's, introduce he's him. Oh, oh, he is here. So he's here. That's we, what i Because we... I wanted to get him in here. Cause cause that's why when my wife beats me, I'm not going to be able to bring him on. I'm going to be here battered and bruised, and unable to click the button that allows him to go on. And I need, I need him on here to save us all.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's a buffer, and he's got a top 10 podcast in the world, definitely in the United States. Uh, this thing is amazing. It's called Everything Iconic with Danny at Pellegrino, and I, I just want to bring him on. Let's just bring him on because I want to talk all about reality. So, so ladies and gentlemen, Danny Pellegrino.
2: Daddy. Hello. Hello. What's can up, you Danny? guys hear, Can you hear me okay? Oh, oh yeah. Oh good. Well, you guys were just talking about the Flintstones and I also heard you mention Family Guy and there was at one point supposed to be like a Flintstones reboot with uh that Seth MacFarlane was doing. Oh, uh, oh, I, man, I don't I, know, I don't know what's happening with it or if it if it just uh is no longer to be, but um, I don't know just you talking about it I was I was remembering this project and I was so excited at the time and now I don't know what's happening with it
0: now you got me excited I'm gonna have to start doing some <laughs> some digging I wonder if it's like a you know like PG-13 or R-rated Flintstones I'm very excited
2: right I was a huge <laughs> Flintstones fans when I was a kid I remember even like the live action ones with John Goodman yeah. and Rosie O'Donnell like and I love them yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god okay so we could digress into this for a while I know. first of
0: all Danny how are you thank you for being here
2: Thank you for having me. I'm I'm uh, okay. I'm doing, uh, you know, pretty good. How are you guys doing? Ben? Doing
0: really well. Uh, I have no reason or right to complain about anything. So let's just
2: move on from that, I'm doing Jason. I'm fine and, everything still
1: alive? Good. and If my wife asks, I just want to eat
2: her gravy biscuits and waffles and oh You're making me hungry right now with all the with all the food talk.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm going to cook a big steak after this, too. My agent's coming oh over. I'm going to cook some New York uh, aged steaks. I'm, uh, really, I'm very excited. Yeah, I know. I'm excited. It's, it's a food I... day, it's Monday.
2: I've had some like health issues. I'm on like a very weird diet, which is too much information. Like, I know I'm oh, just really? meeting what you now for the issues? first time. I'm a Jew. No, I'm a Jew. Well, what is that? What's going on? I had my appendix taken out in January and then I was recovering and I was recovering fine. And then, uh, shortly into sort of like the quarantine, I started to have bad stomach pains again and had to go to the emergency room. And now I'm on some antibiotics and I've been it's fixing it, though. I think I mean I hope as of the past two days I've been good, so you know, not on okay. good. I don't know why I'm sharing all this. With you. No, no, no. I'm just very glad you're doing all right,
0: and and yeah. you're up and you're doing work. I say work gets right. you
2: through stuff. Right. It does help a lot. It does help a lot. And yeah, but so you're talking about all this good food, and I'm like just I've been daydreaming about we when I eat can anything. Eat. Normally, I'm like thinking about like what is the first <laughs> thing I'm going to be able to eat. What is um, the first thing you're going to eat? I'm thinking chicken parmesan. Like I love it. Oh. Like it, just a solid. Cheesy mozzarella uh, so chicken parmesan.
0: Are you going to yeah. cook it, or are you going to get it from like Dantana's
2: or somewhere? You know, I think I'll cook it. I like Dantana's a lot. Yeah, yeah, but I always feel like I'm disappointed. So, I, I feel like I'm always disappointed by. <laughs> I'm by Italian. So, uh, oh. Yeah, I'm d- disappointed by in okay. general, like restaurant chicken parmesan.
0: You know? Yeah. Okay. Well, if you're you're Italian, so I can't. All my <laughs> friends are Italian. I can't take them to a place. It's it's not even worth it. So right. we're going to go, we just but, talk the way, about
2: it and we criticize yeah. it every second. Yeah.
0: I like it a little crispy, though. A little crispy on the chicken parm.
2: All right. Let's 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 talk. First of all, I
0: love your podcast. Uh, I love thank listening you, to you talk about these things Because you also... <laughs> I don't really give a shit about reality TV, but I like your take on stuff. Like, I was saying to Jason, the only time I'm watching reality is when, you know, I have a spouse. You know, so right. I, I haven't had one for a while, so I haven't watched. But your podcast just keeps me filled in on all of it. I don't have to watch the awfulness. So can we start with Vanderpump Rules? <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah. It's so funny you say that because mostly women listen to my show, you know, women and gay men. But then I always will hear from like uh, their husbands and boyfriends, straight husbands and boyfriends. And I even do a lot of live shows. And a lot of times uh, women will bring their husbands along. And it's always fun to hear. But I love reality TV in general. I kind of tend to uh, talk more about the Bravo reality shows like Vanderpump Rules um, or Mm -hmm. Housewives and things like that. Um, Charm. Southern Charm, uh but there's been a lot of good stuff which I I think we'll talk about in a little bit, coming from places like Netflix. Uh yes. I can't wait to get into that. Yeah. But Vanderpump Rules is interesting uh because it's sort of it's a weird time right now, especially with everything going on in the world, and and there's been a lot of firings or, or people being let go from Vanderpump Rules recently, and there's a lot of changes coming. I think, uh, well, which will be interrupt interesting.
0: You to see. For one reason, because you brought up such an interesting uh, fact on your show, which is that Bravo sends letters. You know, they send like renewal letters. So not picking someone up is not firing them. And and I know this is an elongated elongated question, but here it is because I was thinking about it when I was listening to you. We had a whole discussion about Stasi and the firing, et cetera. And one of the things I brought up was that this thing happened two years ago. So Bravo and everyone knew about this. But now when Black Lives Matter comes up, and I don't want to get into the whole thing at all, but it's suddenly they're let, they're not being asked to return. And they're, you differentiated, and it's a very important distinction. So please tell us.
2: Yeah. Well, I, I kept seeing this conversation and people were saying they were fired. And if you read the initial report and from everything that I understand when it comes to casting on Bravo, they're usually get a, given a contract for the season. So those two, along with the other two people who were uh, not asked back, they finished up their season. They've f- finished the reunion, they finished all of their obligations, um, and typically uh, after the season stops airing then Bravo decides whether or not they're going to pick up the show. So technically I don't believe that Vanderpump Rules has even been picked up yet for next season. Um, They had just announced that uh, they would not be returning. So we all know, uh, or we all assume that it's going to get picked up, because the ratings are still pretty good, although they are dropping a bit. Um, But we assume that the show is going to be picked up again, um, and now it will look a little different with cast um, but I think it is important. They weren't necessarily fired. They finished out their contracts, and now they weren't right. being asked back. And Bravo tends to do that with all of their talent, whether it be on Housewives. And what usually happens is uh, in that offseason, the executives, I believe— Uh, I I don't want to speak as if I'm in the room with them by any means, but um, from what I understand, they meet and they uh, look at fan response and they look at, um, you know, what the audience wants to see. And then they decide who they send out what they call pickup letters to uh, for the next season. So. I think Bravo had just taken a look at kind of fan response of what was going on and what was going on uh, culturally. And I think they decided that they didn't want to invite those people back. Um, and so they did put out a statement that said, uh, you know, they will no longer be returning to the show. Um, but Again, wording, the, those big people, difference. big difference. And some of the headlines said they were fired and, and it, it isn't firing. They finished out their contracts for the eighth right. season, which is the one that just ended last week. And so, um, I, I don't even know if there'll be more changes. There could potentially be some more changes before the show is back. Uh, and we might hear about some of those in the off season, or we might see the early next season or when a trailer comes out, we might say, Oh, that person's gone too, or that person's gone. So I think it was a special case. Um, uh, based off of where we're at culturally, where they decided uh, they wanted to formally announce that these people weren't coming back. But um, it happens all the time. And usually there's n- not much more of a response from the online community if if someone's not invited back.
0: Yeah, big difference. And I think that wording and I, I love that you did bring that up because this happened two years ago. and now Bravo's saying we're not asking them back. We're, now, the, the statement I feel was made by the sponsors that all dropped Stasi.
2: Yeah, yeah, there were a lot of – I mean, I, I think there were a lot of people w- with her podcast and with different things, um, different promotional deals they had that uh, – where people were vocal against uh, – or vocal about dropping them from their shows or, or sponsorships and things like that. And I, yes. I don't know the details of those, but um, – Yeah, I think written
0: about they all her sponsors dropped her like I I, at the time it's if we go back to our other episode, we, you know, broke it down. But uh, they they dropped the hell out of her. And that was the statement to me because what you're pointing out is so brilliant. They were not fired.
2: Yeah, I, I think it's a, a difference. I think it's yep. a difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is yeah. okay. So I
0: mean, and, you know, there's people that I would like to see also go, but uh, that's, a, that's a that's that's a whole yeah. other thing. I, I, I'm going to take a. But what the half good news? The good okay, news go is, ahead.
2: though, I just want to say, though, I think it's Please. good that Bravo is. Bravo seems to be listening to their audience and and trying to make informed decisions and also trying to to change. I know we talked a little bit about how culturally things are different now. And, and Mm -hmm. so it does seem like they're trying to make changes and, and sometimes they're going to get it right and sometimes they're going to get it wrong. But at least they're they're seeming to want to grow and change, um, which is, I think, what these reality shows have to do, particularly now um, after, you know, we've been some of these reality shows on Bravo, we've been with 15 years. So yeah. it's time for changes and and things to evolve a bit.
0: Yeah, because if it's a formula that's working, they still have to move with the cultural times and, and what's happening in the world of, of pop culture and art. Without a doubt. Right. right. Uh, but let me ask you this before we move off of it. I'm going to do two quick questions about uh, VDP. Right. Okay. So VDP, VPR. V- yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. Man, I want to put the D in there. Man, go
1: ahead, Jason. No, I just uh, VD is how you started that one. It did it, it VDP. Subconscious VD. You're always thinking it, it's always VD oh, with yeah, you. Yeah. That's all. Freudian slip, man. That's
0: <laughs> all. It was a, yes. So so all right. So so V. Say it again. VPR. VPR, VPR, yeah, yeah. Thank you, I like it. VPR. Okay, so two quick things. First of all, Sheena did a, a, a music video. Is that is that a real thing? She,
2: she did. It is a real thing. Yeah, yeah. She occasionally kind of comes out with a. It's like you know, bad pop music for exclusively for gay men. I'd say like it's not it's not widely acclaimed like Robin? or. Yeah, it's, I mean, I don't know if I'd put Sheena on this thing Robin's good. Robin, yeah, you know, Robin's great. <laughs> you know, it's a very specific niche that Sheena has cornered. Very, very. Does she specific. sell
0: albums? Is it an album or is no, it? A I,
2: I think it, you know she's been on my show before, and she explained it to me actually as like a hobby. Like she doesn't even consider it as as a, a career in any sort of way. It's just like somebody I think approached her and was like, "Let's do a song." She's like, "Yeah, let's do it." So she has made a music video. She's released a few songs, like a handful. I don't know exactly. There's one that I think is actually pretty like decently bad. Um it's called good as gold. It's something that like I would play Right, it's like something I would play with my friends, like after a few too many <laughs> cocktails. But um, there was a new one that this season where she filmed a uh, filmed a music video for it, and it's just it's cheesy and bad. But I don't think she takes it as seriously as uh, they would lead us to believe on the show.
0: Well, but that's the, that's that's actually refreshing <laughs> to hear because that is uh, okay. So this is the final question I want to ask about uh, VPR. Is is this okay? Listen, as a straight white male right and there's a lot of them on that show what is it about too many you? of them on that show. too many yeah oh by the way i agree and right we're in west
2: hollywood it? in the show and it's like there's yeah. a, you know there's anyway.
0: all straight white males i don't yeah okay but that's another thing i can digress into with a it, tale I'm for another to. time yeah but it's a it's a real tale right no pun intended right. so here's the thing danny we can agree that these people are horrible, right? I mean, <laughs> they're horrible, right? I mean, like, it's not they're not nice
2: people. It's sort I of mean, what the show has become about, yeah. the show Well, right, is, and that's yeah.
0: the bigger question, is that if we can agree that the show has become about these really awful human beings, and now I know some of them personally from before, way before the show. I'm not going to say who, I'm just going to say I do. and right. And I mean well. Not anymore. Can't,
2: can't. Oh, I want to know who. Tell me who. I'll who, tell you off t- the air. I'm not going to tell you. Okay, okay.
0: <laughs> Yeah, i tell it on the air. I don't want to be associated. But my, my bigger thing is this. Why is the horribleness of humanity, of this small, diverse, a non-diverse niche of humanity, so popular? What the hell is going on?
2: It's so interesting that you say that because I mean we talked a little bit about culturally and I think now a lot of the fans of this show were starting to re-examine why we like this show and is it okay that we like this show and I've seen that conversation popping up more and more on even large large sites like um, or or large news outlets like The Cut or Mm. uh, Variety. Kate Arthur also put out something uh, that was uh, a brilliant uh, examination of the show now and I think people are starting to say, well, these people are awful, or these people do awful things to each other, and we've right. been embracing that for so long. But now, is it does it feel kind of gross to embrace it? So, it, it is interesting, and I'm I'm so curious about next season. Like, where do we go from here? And. Do they shift? And because it seems like we're at a tipping point, where people don't, people don't necessarily want to watch people being so awful to each other.
0: Watch a bunch of white dudes being mean to everybody, with a bunch of white women being mean to everybody, and one black woman who's getting accused of a crime she didn't commit. And again, I don't want to get into politics. I I can't stand politics. But how do we keep watching this show? I don't I don't understand. Right. I'm and, poli-
2: and, I'm asking. and I think a lot of people feel that politics now, whether whether you like it or not, politics yep. has seeped into the show uh, and it's become representative of a lot of things people are going through. People are talking about. And and, yeah, even as- aside from the faith situation, which you said you had gone over, faith was. Uh, was the, the black cast member that had yes. come out and spoken about some things, but there's also been so many other instances of, of misogyny from Jack's or, or homophobia and things like that. Yeah. And so that has, that has seeped in so much that I don't know that the col- sort of collective rage, I hope I'm not like <laughs> overstating I that. Think
0: you are. But, I think it's a collective rage,
2: right? I I don't know that the collective rage can just sit back and kind of, Loosely watch the show in the way that we always have. So I'm not saying that the show's over. It's just I think it's going to look very different next season. And I'm so curious to see how they how they sort of go with that and and respond to this conversation that we're having and that so many other people are.
0: Yep. Uh, Can they come back with the show the way it's been with these Jack's characters and all the rest of them? And can we watch this predominantly white, uh, you know, systematically, whatever it is, show? And again, I'm not saying it's bad. There's a niche for everything. And I'm saying, but can we sit there and now feel okay in our guilty pleasure?
2: Or is it just a bit too guilty? I I don't know. I don't know. But
0: I, I think it's interesting.
2: Yeah, and I think there are good I know some of them, too. I worked with Ariana and Tom on a cocktail book, and they're very wonderful people, and we've seen them oftentimes even on the show, on camera, like sticking up and, and speaking out against some of the other things that were happening. So I, I think there is an opportunity to kind of shift direction, but then will people will fans of the show embrace it if they do shift into a nicer reality show? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'm
0: not even saying nicer. I'm saying even just incorporate an entire, like, let's get some Benetton you know, ads moving in this right, thing, right. you know, like, let's really move this into a diverse, I want gay men and women. I want, you know, straight men and well, women. I want people of all colors and ethnicities. And then
2: let's let them all be mean to each other. Then you're just asshole. I totally, I totally agree. And I also thought, always thought it was like a bullshit argument that I, I would often hear that, oh, well, this was already a group of friends that before the cameras on, they were close no, they a close group of friends. No, But they weren't. I also, it doesn't even matter no, they because weren't. throughout, <laughs> but throughout the years, we've seen other people come in that had no connection. Lala had no connection to the, the cast when she came in. Vail vale so had no connection to the cast when
0: she I, popped in and out.
2: So the idea that like we can't cast anyone because they were already friends, it's like that's bullshit because we have brought in other people. You just didn't bring in other diverse people.
0: Oh yeah, and by uh, the way, there's an exception to the rule, Vail, because I know Vail very, very well for a decade or more, and she's a great person, and she was so sick of it, she got off the show, you know, I don't know if she was asked or not, but she, her attitude was that she does not want to come back. So, you yeah. know, there are the exceptions, but I, I'm interested. I'm in, Alright, so let's get off of this, because I can yeah. really,
2: I could spend a lot I know. We of time talk talking forever.
0: to you, Danny, I really can Um But let's move on to, um, I just want to ask one more question about a Bravo thing, though. What you, what, what's your whole take on Southern Trump? What,
2: what do you think? Oh, What's you know, that's in another interesting show. i yeah, I've, everything too. I've I heard for next. For next season, I, I've been hearing a lot of things of like they've, they've started filming and then they haven't been happy with what they've filmed, and so they've had to restart and then COVID-19. So that's another show that I'm interested to see where they go next season, because there are also a lot of cast changes there. Cameron has mm-hmm. announced she's not coming back, and I believe Chelsea said she's not coming back. so I think there's going to be a lot of changes there too. Um, Is Southern the real estate the real estate girl? Uh, Yeah, Yeah, yeah. The blonde. She was on The Real World. um, I I, I remember watching. Yeah, yeah. Um, She's not coming back. But that seemed kind of
0: real to me. She was like living with her mom. Like, I like
2: that. Like, that's at least something. Yeah, you know, I, I... I that's another show that I think they need to throw some new people in all of these shows get stale in general. It's like we need a higher turnover rate and the housewives do a little bit better job, I believe, of like changing the cast over. Mm -hmm. But shows like Southern Charm and Vanderpump Rules, a lot of times they're very uh, hesitant to bring in too many new people or get rid of too many people. And I think these shows work best when they're kind of uh, moving through cast quicker. Yep, I agree. That's why I think. But do you watch below deck at all? You know, I've watched a little bit
0: of it. Do I need, like, I'm afraid. Yeah, but, I feel like if I watch it, I'm not going to stop.
2: No, I you won't stop. But I feel, I find that actually most straight men, my brothers or people that I you know, straight men in my life, they... Tend to really like Below Deck, and one wow. of the things that I think Below Deck does a really good job of is the cast, we'll is, constantly, the cast is constantly, the cast is constantly turned over. So they have a couple, they have like you, each franchise has like one or two people that they keep on board, but then the rest of the cast around them is just completely new people. And so I think that works for it.
1: Danny, I love that.
2: why? Because
1: I I've seen this phenomenon too. A lot of men that I know that don't like reality TV shows kind of speaking, they they can't stop talking about Below Deck. Why do so many dads? Love Below Deck. Oh, no. Oh,
2: no. I think because Below Deck is safe. I think s- s- people feel more comfortable talking about their love of Below Deck because it's a workplace uh, show. I mean, sort of like the stereotypical masculinity um, that, uh, you know, that about people – I'd say, unfortunately, straight men aren't always as comfortable saying that they love something like uh, Real Housewives of Beverly right. Hills because it's right. a predominantly female cast, older females. So uh, below deck, though, I think people tend to feel more so comfortable it, it at least speaking out.
1: So what you're saying is it may not be what everybody – the only reality TV show that they're watching. It's the only one that they'll they're add- admitting. <laughs>
2: That's my theory. That's my theory. But, I like that. You know, because I – I will oftentimes hear from people in my DMs or in person or whatever. Um, you know, people will come and say, "Oh, I actually I love the Real houses of New York," but they'll kind of whisper it or like almost as if it's like a, a shame. But below deck <laughs> like, is something they'll shout. Right,
1: it's like one of those keys. It's like you heard about that 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 that. This is a weird analogy, but like uh, the guy in the bathroom that would like tap the foot. And that's like code that like we're getting it on in the bathroom. <laughs> but, like, below Deck is like, like, code, yeah. you're, like putting out, hey, I like Below Deck. And if you know the code, <laughs> oh. you need to admit to liking Housewives yeah. and everything else.
0: Right, you guys can like pair off in the corner and talk about housewives and and VPR and all of it.
2: Like, all of a sudden, I'll hear someone mention like Ramona Singer, and I'm like, You watch uh, the real house, (laughs) (laughs) me and my daughter
1: right now are all over uh, Legend of uh, oh,
2: right, right, on HBO Max, yeah, yeah, yeah. I only saw the first one, but it was great, Uh, it was great. I, I haven't Dive, uh, Wait, is
1: this, a, is this, this is a reality show, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of it's not, but it, you know, it's on that the other side of it because it's a competition reality show.
0: Oh, right. I haven't seen this. Okay, so let, uh, so we're gonna. This is a great. Yeah, we don't have to get into point. it. I was
1: just thinking of. I just wanted to admit no. to everybody that I'm watching. I do watch reality shows. Right <laughs> I, now, I love getting I'm into. I'm learning it. how underground ballroom scene in New York works through the power of. Uh,
2: oh uh, my God, Jason! You should watch. Oh, there's right. a documentary. There's a documentary called oh, Paris God. Is Burning. Oh yeah. And it, it's like a, an iconic documentary that if you're at all interested in that scene, check yep, it out. I will. I am I, not I interested about in that scene. I, I actually
1: wanted to start it. Um, I'm trying no, to get no, my watch no. with me.
0: I'm saying I'm yeah. not interested in that scene, and that documentary is fantastic. That's
1: awesome.
2: All yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I that it's interesting. I mean, talking about housewives and Bravo, so much of the language that kind of is now known on housewives really derived from the ball, uh, the ball scene of Paris is burning. Think words like shade. Uh-huh. Um, that's something that is like common uh, phrasing on Bravo these days. You always hear someone in a confessional saying they threw some shade at me, and it's like that all came from the ball from the scene, ball. uh, and Paris is burning, and it, it, Paris is burning I think was 1990 maybe or around there maybe yeah, a year ago yeah
1: well. it's, it's awesome I'm gonna definitely yeah. I definitely will watch that and uh yeah I don't mean to, I didn't mean to go all that but I did want to admit that that's my code i love uh, you, Poppy. Say, I, I watched legendary I've started to learn the words and i, I I'm
2: getting yeah. it yeah. I love deck. that Jason. learn about face yeah. I'm learning about body. I'm learning about Vogue. Oh, I'm my not, God, Jason. That's amazing.
0: <laughs> All right. I'll leave. I grew up in Vogue, so I grew up in that. I grew up in Manhattan. I was at Dan I was at Area. So for me, Vogue and Face and everything oh. was just a normal Friday night going out. You All know, right. I was bridging tunnel, but let's not digress. Okay. So here's what... <laughs> Here's what now I'm thinking. Let's talk a little. Let's move from this and go into Netflix because what Netflix is doing is something really different than what we see Bravo doing or whatever. They're they're trying to stake a different sort of claim. What do you see happening there right now?
2: Right. Well, early on in Netflix, I noticed a lot of their reality shows were imports. So there were things like Yummy Yummy Mummies and and uh, some things that they were putting on the service and kind of seeing what worked. And then uh, then they started slowly picking up their own series. Uh, there were some docu series like Chasing Cameron I remember watching years ago that was about this YouTuber. And um, they didn't really have an identity. And then when uh, Queer Eye really came and kind of broke through for them, I think that was. That was when, at least, it seemed to me like they started really investing in the reality TV. Well, let me
0: interrupt. We're gonna, we're gonna. I'm gonna cut you off for a second. When Queer Eye came on, they revamped it, right? They made it a Netflix right. show. It was not taking the show that was originally on what Bravo.
2: Yeah, originally on Bravo, and then they re- redid it. Five new guys, and uh, and it really took off for them. And to me, that was the moment where it seemed like they were actually throwing dollars into the reality TV market. Um, in a way that they hadn't been before. And now uh, we're seeing them really experiment with different uh, forms. I mean, talk about reality competition. Just this weekend, there was a a show called The Floor is Lava. That's a a little more game show. Yeah, a little more game showy. But that premiered, and and they've had huge hits with things like Marie Kondo, uh, tidying up with Marie Kondo, um, and The Circle earlier— Love is Blind and The Circle, those were just this year, which they see don't they seem like those were like four years ago? (laughs) Yes.
0: Yes. Okay, great point, Danny. So let me let me interject and, and ask this. So yes, it seems like they were four years ago. Now now the floor is lava. Is this a big hit for
2: Netflix? You know, I don't know. I, I think, I, I think it is. it is, I think it is this, this weekend is when it premiered and it was like trending on the p- front page of Netflix. And it said it, I had read somewhere that it was like their number one show for the weekend, but you know, we, the numbers for Netflix are always a little hard to yes. find, but, but it yes. seems like it's, you know, it's such an interesting thing because that's something we all said as kids, right? We all played that game, the floor is lava. And so the idea that somebody just decided to make this into a game show is a wild and, and, wonderful but
0: okay so i watched the first episode i'm presuming you've seen that is there only yeah. one out or there's only one out there's
2: right? there, there's a the whole season out but yeah i only watched the first one to kind of check it out okay and this is why i asked this
0: question first of all and i want to dissect this show a little bit with you because it's funny but <laughs> here's the here's the question they're releasing every show at once all the episodes right do you think reality tv can work this way with competition
2: shows you know, I don't I have know. A That's Weekly show man. where you're like, oh, let's do this this week. I was, I was intrigued by this when Love is Blind came out, because they released that show in like chunks, I believe. It mm-hmm. was like three weeks uh, of chunks, and then a, a few weeks later, there was a reunion. Um, right. And I don't, I don't know that they know yet. I think they're still trying to figure out what release pattern works for them. Uh, you know, something like uh, The Floor is Lava, I don't think that relies so much on people being quiet about it online. So I think it does work for them to just release the whole thing at once. So then people like you and I can just put it on. You guys were talking about having shows on in the background. And I think yes. that's the kind of show that works perfectly for just like when you're doing your laundry or cooking dinner, you just have that show on. And you could kind of come in and it's fun to see someone fall in the lava pit or whatever. Okay, uh, I'm going
0: to stop you. I'm going to stop you. This yeah. is where we have to get into yeah, the lava thing.
2: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> What the
0: hell is on the floor? Are you falling into fruit juice? I mean, it's not like this big dangerous thing. That's where I don't see the stakes. What am I missing? Tell me. I'm
2: <laughs> Tell me also so curious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also so curious if it's hot. Like I don't you want to know like is it hot? I it doesn't yes. seem like it's heated.
0: <laughs> it doesn't seem like it's heated like are there spiders in there? Is it gross? Is it like is there some reason that you don't want to fall in other than
2: losing? Cuz that doesn't seem too high. Right. Honestly. I know there's that I mean that's a show out of any of the other reality shows or, or competition shows on Netflix. That's a show where the stakes are very low. It's just a have <laughs> yeah. it on in the background kind of show. It's, so I imagine it's great for getting like really stoned and putting it on yeah. while you're it's waiting not. for your food delivery. <laughs> I was really stoned. It wasn't that great. It wasn't. It wasn't no, no it was, listen. Yeah.
0: Here's the thing. I, if there's nothing I only else watched to watch, the
2: one and I didn't care for it either. So it was like, I, you know, I feel the same way as you, but.
0: Oh, good. Okay, so if there's nothing else to watch, you know what I'd rather watch? Holy moly! I, I, I ain't gonna lie. Have you seen that nonsense? I haven't seen Holy Moly. No, what is Holy Moly?
1: It's it's like golf, um, extreme mini golf, where you have to like run. It's oh Jason. It's it's pipe out mixed with mini golf. Yeah. So you have to like is it? Wait,
2: I'll, is this a Netflix show? It's a. No. Uh,
1: no, it's like Never. a ABC show. Yeah, it's I like didn't need BC. to watch this. Show. It's got Rob Riggle on it, and yeah, they basically really do. It's it. You basically have to perform some weird sort of obstacle course, a la Wipeout, and then hit a putt to try and sink a it's shot. It's Steph Curry created it. The basketball. I play. feel
2: like I, I, now yeah. that you're mentioning it, I've seen a commercial for it, but I haven't watched it. But, but I again, do real stakes, yeah. Danny. Like, it, right,
0: like right, women right. are getting banged with outhouse doors off like a 20 foot drop into ice cold water. That's real stakes. I want to see that. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. old men are getting knocked off these platforms like and, and falling into
2: chocolate. That's that's good. You know, the lava <laughs> show. Did, I, I felt that the sets on the lava show were just too small. Like that whole yes. the whole thing was too small. It felt almost claustrophobic watching yes. them go through it. Yeah.
0: But I'll yeah. tell you what. Love is Blind I, I got me right to the core. Uh, were you obsessed with that show?
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. That was a show that really like took over, uh, culturally too. It was like, everyone was talking about love is blind for like two weeks, you know, it's same with, um, what was the tiger, uh, like tiger King. Yeah. 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 It's like the Netflix has this ability to really like take over the conversation for a short time. And love is blind. I thought, uh, was such a, an interesting experiment for a show. And it, uh, it moved so quickly, too. I mean, I watch a yes. lot of reality TV shows, and it was like that was a show where within an episode, things would – so much would happen, and one episode would have been a whole season of The Bachelor or, or one of these other shows on another network. Yeah. And so I appreciated that it just like seemed to move at a rapid pace.
0: Well, I think that that's what Netflix is doing in general with their kind of binge brand. It's, we're going to move things along. You can, you know, swipe through this stuff and get through it. And all of a sudden, you have people who are in love. They were blind. Now they're not. Uh, we're already, uh, I hear they're already uh, auditioning for the next season.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious if they'll bring any of the people back, if they'll have them retry or.
0: Uh, I'm with you. I mean, I think that it's, it's, it's why not have other people back? But also, you know, listen. I kind of want to audition, right? Just for the, you for do the fun of it. I Please, know, like 52 year fifty-two-year-old guy with a son is gonna, you know, uh, divorced, divorced fifty-two-year-old with a son on on uh, love is mine. I really, I you know, watch really, it. like, hopefully, you don't care about any of that because I'm looking I, for a twenty-five-year-old. I mean, look, come on, I'm not going on that show. Hey, hey, there's I'd gonna be it, some though.
2: changes. I'm sure they'll <laughs> throw uh, they'll throw some more money behind that show. We'll probably yes. see bigger sets. We'll probably see. Uh, you know, some changes because it was such a huge hit for them.
0: Well, do we think that and do you by we, I mean you, you're the expert. Do you think that Netflix is really going to be able to make a, a stake, you know, do a land grab away from Bravo and kind of stake their claim in
2: reality? Yeah, I think they already are. I think, uh, you you know, Selling Sunset, have you watched that? That's another show that I feel like is really like kind of hitting its stride in a weird way. Like I'm hearing so many people talk about it and it's really become a, a big hit for them and and it, what's interesting about that release pattern is they had a season one was kind of something people were unsure about. I think people hmm. watched it but didn't know what to expect, and then season two just hit maybe like a month ago. And I'm I'm hearing everyone talk about it. And at the end of season two, they played a trailer for season three, and said it's coming August seventh. So they already had it finished. Wow. So there's going to be like a short short turnover so it feels like netflix really believes in the show and and so that i, I feel like between that and the circle and love is yep. blind and some of these you shows like the circle? That, i didn't love the circle no but me it, me but, uh, you know i that I was a ready. show that really seemed to catch on with other people but i i didn't it, it didn't do anything for me
0: um yeah, me either it just it, it fell flat again but it was very successful
2: correct Right. Yeah, it was huge, and I, they even brought that back in every other country. So every country is having oh, like wow. their own version of the circle. I think some of them were already before the U.S. version, but uh, but yeah. So I think Netflix is finding a lot of success, and they aren't just having to rely on something like uh, Queer Eye or or uh, Nailed It was really big for the network or for the service mm-hmm. for a while, and now they have sort of all these hits. And so they can invest in them, and and it's it's encouraging them to take other weird chances and risks, and and also experiment in ways that something like Bravo wouldn't, because Bravo has a very specific brand. Um that they built over the years. Early on in Bravo, they were taking crazy risks. There was a show called Showbiz, Moms and Dads that would air alongside alongside inside the actors studio. So they were really all over the place. So I think we'll see with Netflix uh, in much the same way as what happened with Bravo is like in a few more years, we might know exactly like what a Netflix reality show is. But I mm-hmm. think we're still a couple years away from like being able to define what their brand of reality show is
0: yeah you exactly. just you just nailed it no you 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 nailed that because that to me is like are they gonna take on more shows that are story based with with drama storylines? are they gonna just keep doing the competition shows that are gonna be straightforward, you know, fall into stuff or you know or love bachelor
2: shows? you know, where right, are they bachelor fall? shows or competition? they've been experimented with some like fashion competition shows similar to something like project runway and uh, so I, I yeah, I don't know if we know yet. it'll be a few more years, I think, but they're having a lot of success with like dating stuff and yes. they're having uh, they're, playing around so i think that's fun for the viewer it's fun for us to be able to like pop in every couple of days i feel like you log into netflix and there's randomly a new reality show and you have a whole season to binge and sometimes it's wonderful and then other times it's something like the floor is lava where we just turn it off after one episode
0: yeah exactly exactly so okay before i let you go let me ask you is there anything that is must see right now you know what what, what are you watching that you're
2: loving or is there just nothing God, in terms of reality show, I think Selling Sunset is like a – once you once you accept it's a little bit slower paced. And once you kind of accept mm-hmm. that and just enjoy it for the real estate porn, I mean, there's amazing houses. I think that's a really uh, amazing show right now that it's just very different than a lot of the stuff that's on. Uh, I'm trying to think of in terms of other reality shows. I love Below Deck Med. If you've never watched Below Deck, I think – That's Mediterranean? Consi- Mediterranean. It's, consistently like – They're not. No, thank God, no. Just checking. Uh, But it's below deck. I feel like is consistently really good. You can pop in at any season. It's fantastic, and it's it. I find that hearing from other people, they everyone likes below deck. No one. I'm very
0: worried. worried. I'm gonna be started on this, and no one's gonna see me for a week or two because I'm just gonna be engulfed in in below deck. It's happening.
2: Right. right. It's happening. I also, there's a show called Family Karma on Bravo that just ended that I really liked. It was uh, a very specific um, uh, group of On Bravo, yeah. It Mm -hmm. was uh, Family Karma just ended. Yeah, that that was a show I really liked. It was different, a unique group of people. Yeah, those are the shows that immediately come to mind in terms of reality. I'm sure I'm forgetting a lot of stuff, but. uh, All
0: right. And you have yeah. uh, all new episodes are dropping every, you know, what, what are you doing? Two a week, one a week, how many uh, every day?
2: I, I was doing three a week all throughout quarantine, and then I'm mm. I'm scaling back a bit. So if you subscribe to Everything Iconic, you'll just get all the updates. But it's about two a week. Um, oh. I was doing three, and I burnt myself out of it. Um, all right.
0: Well, and where can everybody find you on social media? Listen, you'll be back. You're fine. You're doing great. I love your episodes. Where, where can we oh, find thank you on social me. media?
2: You're uh, at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram.
0: Yeah. All right. That's awesome. Jason, you have anything Thank you want to ask? So much,
2: or
1: oh, yeah. But wait for Jason. You
0: might oh, have a no, no, last I, I, question. I'll, I'll let you
1: go if you need to go. But I, I was just curious. What the fuck happened to that? Uh, show? Why didn't that? Why didn't that matter?
2: You know, that's a, it's a, another case of Netflix just kind of throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing if it sticks. And I think that was one that that <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I didn't really get into that either. But. You know, yeah. there's a lot of them. I feel like there's a lot of those like too hot to handle or temptation Island or, or some yeah. of them work and some of them don't. And, yeah. and we just see them consistently popping up every week.
1: I wanted that to work really well. Cause my wife really likes the temptation islands and stuff. And I like the idea of like a punishment for all this. And it just didn't, they, they didn't really define the rules out enough that I understood what was going on or why I should care. And they were all horrible people. I expected some sort of like physical pain to come on them. If they sexed up somebody else, like they're like, you got to throw tennis balls at their doink or something, and none of that <laughs>
2: isn't, it, isn't it funny how now we watch these shows and we're all looking for something, uh, for something unique or crazy to happen because it's yeah. like we've seen it all. So now we need, in order to stay stimulated, we need something crazy to happen. Yeah, to push, people. push,
1: push the envelope. Circus, circus sideshow love. It's just about getting sword swallowers to meet. You know human like people that lift bricks with their ears and they can all get together. And, they, <laughs>
2: and um, some of the shows are having such weird rules where it's like, you're watching it. I felt like that with the circle when I first turned it on, I was like, I, it was hard to find out the rules of the game and what's happening. Cause yeah. it, Right. It keeps evolving.
1: Yeah, no, we're just waiting for Big Brother to come back. We're real excited about that. And if anybody knows how to quarantine, it's the Big Brother guys. I think they'll be fine. So they're gonna be good. Right. Oh wait,
0: so here's my More final. Here's good. my final thing. My 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 pitch for the reality show is like Nurses of Long Island, and then we just span out. They're nurses. They just we just find cool, pretty, good-looking guy, girl nurses working in ERs. It's fun.
2: It's funny you say that. They're just released a Netflix show about a hospital that's like isn't. a real mm-hmm. life. I think it's nurses and uh and, and maybe it focuses on doctors as well. But it's uh, it's literally, I think, something called maybe The Real ER. It just premiered, and I haven't watched it yet. I just saw the trailer that popped up. But um, it on is Netflix. set in a hospital. It's on Netflix. It's set in a hospital, and it's about nurses. And, and I believe they also follow some doctors, too. But, yeah.
0: all right, I'm just saying we just, we just brand the nurses, just nurses of... You know real nurses of wherever the city is I'm, I'm Jersey. Uh, yeah
1: gotta be Jersey nurses
0: Jersey nurses first let's do it
2: which we'll called I, w- I worship nurses I Me especially too. going through all this health stuff the past couple of months I'm like nurse the best people in the entire universe I worship the ground they walk on
0: they really I I amen that yeah I, I second yeah. and third that uh, and by the way Danny
2: feel better seriously feel better. You, please you come I'm, back I'm, and talk I'm, about all new I'm, stuff with us please yeah I'm, I'm happy to Thank you guys so much.
1: Thank you so much, Danny. It was good
2: talking. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye bye. Danny
0: Pellegrino, everybody. Yeah. Oh, I could, again, all these guests, we get the best guests. I could, again, talk to him for hours. Like all these shows. I could have stayed on Southern Charm forever. That show
1: just freaks me out. Southern Charm is a, is that a, um, it's like the South Carolina, uh, where is it, Charleston or wherever? Like, is that the one where they have to, like, that's not the one where they have to make all their, no, that's, I was thinking of the one in Alaska. That's not the one where they run the hotel, right? No, 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 no.
0: This is uh, this is in, in Charleston. All these rich white folk, you know, down south, uh, uh-huh. living the life, driving oh, yeah. around to their different homes and properties and boats and you know buying real estate and you know
1: <laughs> normal life. You know, no, everybody does, right? Crazy rich, rich. Uh, uh, you know, Georgian. Yeah, exactly. Got
0: it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. So meanwhile, though, I mean, I'm glad that I got to ask him about this. For me it's the Vanderpump rule syndrome. Yeah. You know, it's it's the horribleness of humanity being entertainment fair
1: mm-hmm. for the masses. And I don't get it. It's like, well, is it gladiators? Yeah. Well, it's you know, it's interesting to think about, you know, I think a lot of it over like for the for a long time is like watching these horrible people be horrible and kind of almost celebrating them and like these are the, yeah. the like the iconic lives to live. I always look at it, you know, you know, um, you know. Beavis and Butthead, right? Beavis and Butthead was a show to make fun of people that were all, you know, heavy metally crazy. Always goes back to Mike Judge, doesn't it? Yeah, Mike Judge, right? He's a he's a he's a he's a prophet. Yeah. You know, you watch Go these back. shows. What happens to that that show is the people that they were making fun of are the people that embrace it. Right. And right. then all of a sudden it becomes less about, it's less a satire and is more of like, a, this is how we do things, you know, This beavers about icons. Right. And it happens a lot of times, you know, and I'm not to get political with it, but that just happens. And sometimes I think that about these shows, like people watch them because they envy this lifestyle, they want to emulate it, they think this is cool. It's, but I, I don't, I really don't believe that that was the point in putting it out there. I think it's intriguing and there's stories there, but. If you looked at the horrible people and looked at them as horrible people and you watched it that way, I think Mm – I I don't know that that's fun to watch either. Hate watch it. But I could see it if they were – if it was like a menagerie of just horrible people and you're like, and this is what racists do and this is what, you know, (laughs) these people do. It sounds like you're describing the shows.
0: Yeah. I don't don't know how you can watch those shows and not get that. And Dan Eisen uh, just typed in, he says, makes people feel less terrible at their own crap. Listen, sure – okay, that's fine, I guess. Like, oh, they're much worse than me, so I can just be... a uh, Dan, you know what? I like your comment, but what I'm going to say is that it's like, oh, they're worse than me, so I'm okay. Well, yeah. no, you might have to improve a little too, buddy. Not well, you, Dan. I'm saying in general. Yeah. i
1: uh, speaking for myself. Well, what, you know what I wonder about it, too, because I think that there is something to all of it that just... If it, if you, you know, like kind of like the true crime stuff or anything else, if you're watching it as a breaking go, and going, these people are insane, like when you watch the Osbornes, when I watched the Osbournes, sorry, back in the right. day... I watch it because Ozzy's crazy. The but it was family. Aussie. Yeah. It's something I'd never seen before. And it's like, this is an insane life. And I can yes. I don't want to be in it because it's too crazy, but I get to voyeur into this crazy life and not necessarily celebrate it, but just like go, holy shit, people live like this. I think that's evolved in people, and now it's less like that. But I think that was kind of the roots of like me being intrigued in that stuff. The what is that? The uh you know, there was, was a lot of the the, the MTV shows all had that kind of more. You're being a warrior. The Hills, yeah, The Hills, yeah. and and I oh, think before the Hills. What do you call it? The uh, the, uh, the
0: the, the real original? world. No 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 the the OC one, the first oh, yeah. one they did, the real OC. Whatever it was called, yeah, the, the OC, local. wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, not the series, but you know, not the scripted series, the the Ryan, hmm. uh, whatever it was. Anyway, I, I digress because here's what I agree with you. Okay, but I also will add that. I think part of it is you said the Osbournes and the thing about Ozzy is that this is based on a platform of the biggest rock star in the world. He's one of the most talented people who achieved success based on mm. his immense talent. The fact mm. that he was so fucked up wasn't even big enough to override his talent, which is why you're basing this on, okay, I need to watch this. Right. But when you take these people who just are regular also, people like you and me, go on.
1: Oh, I was just going to say also watching Osby Osborne eat like, uh. frozen yogurt with uh, uh, sprinkles on it is just a hilarious uh you know (laughs) scene
0: you know i used to be very close with jack and he's a wonderful person but Mm -hmm. all i can tell you is when dylan was a little kid he sat right next to ozzy just staring at him you know at the house just (laughs) looking at him i mean that's one of those memories where i'm like that's a cool memory like dylan doesn't even realize how cool that is but this is what i want to say is that when you don't have ozzy you're taking regular people Mm-hmm. and you're putting them into these famous situations, you know, I mean, you what you're getting is you're telling people that you don't need talent, you don't need a skill set, any discernible skill set, really. You just need to be awful. And if you can be awful enough and have enough of a look, then you can be famous. Mm-hmm. And we will promote you, and we will put you on this pedestal to let other people see how horrible you are, and you will gain money from it. Now, I'm just pointing out the system. Is that not uh, the I, system?
1: I think it's probably pretty true. I dated a girl once who couldn't. Um, I think it was like called Bad Girls or like Bad Girls Club or something. She wasn't bad. She was really disappointed. She didn't make the cut because she wasn't mean enough. Um, she was pretty mean, and she really and rep- she still didn't make it. But she still couldn't make oh, and it. By
0: the way, she broke your heart. <laughs> <laughs> you just
1: want to throw that in, like she really is, is mean, and that's a she wow. Me. I don't want to get into all of it, but she left me stranded in Vegas on my birthday because um, she How was supposed to show up. I was thirty-five. How'd you get there? Uh, I flew there myself. So you weren't but, stranded. You're a big no. Boy. I wasn't. Well, I wasn't stranded. Uh, she, she just stood uh, up. You no, know, she showed up. Oh, even worse. With a boyfriend. Come on. And it stayed. And tried and ducked me for the whole weekend because she didn't want to show me. But she was. She. She. I guess she had a boyfriend and she didn't tell me, or she had another boyfriend who wasn't going. And she, we were supposed to meet up and then she, yeah. I don't understand, but you didn't pay for her trip. No, no, no. I just paid oh. for a suite and uh, over, over Memorial Day weekend, right. um, you know, so I just put out like 3,500 bucks to meet her for my birthday. And then I didn't see her at all. Um, did, so was it a bad birthday or did you like hook up with anybody else? I, uh, I ended up winning like 5,000, $6,000 on blackjack. And I, I bought myself a table, um, at the day spa, um, for the win and I had a blast.
0: See, this is what I'm saying. By the way, next time you go to the Wynn, let me know. You should
1: pay $3,500 for those those oh, suites, the parlor suites. My buddy runs uh, uh, Sinatra's. The, wait, Sinatra's the
0: in, oh yeah, inside the
1: Wynn. Yeah. And you still paying $3,500? No, I was, I was staying at a different place. That, that's just where I ended up spending my day spa day. I was over the uh, Cosmo. By the way, the Wynn is the best. Oh, the Cosmo oh. was ridiculously overpriced. I don't oh, yeah. believe in that hotel at all. No, I don't either. I didn't know, but I, you know, this was no, this no, no, no. I get it. Motivated by his, his winky. No, no, no. Listen, uh, it's, it's a common, it's a common, common. It's thing. common so, approach. <laughs> my winky controlling me. my winky <laughs> controls most of all I'm doing. I'm actually. We almost have to end the show at four thirty every day. Not because I want to end it. It's because my winky says time to pee.
0: Oh, and by the way, this is most men have this this issue in a broader sense. The, the 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 thing I was going to finish in saying about this reality stuff is that when you put these people up there, then the regular person who's out there who doesn't really have a shot at fame and fortune goes, well, if that person can do it, so can I. And in essence, what it does is it keeps alive this American dream idea. But it's not hard work and talent will get you there anymore. It's awfulness and maybe some plastic surgery will get you there. And I'm not even judging it. I swear it might sound like I'm judging it, but I gain enjoyment. I'm in from it to a degree, mm-hmm. and then I get sickened, and then I get sickened. V VPR, I can't watch. Do you watch that show?
1: Mm-mm. No, no. I watch very little reality TV shows. I watch some of the game shows. It's the only things I'll watch, like Big Brother and uh, 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 Top Chef and Legend. The, the you know those ones that kind of blend the 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 style ones. The uh, you know mm-hmm. Top models those not the Top Model one, but the ones. Yeah, you like the fashion
0: stuff. You and your daughter, yeah, right? you're, yeah. You're, you're into that, and you like the chef stuff.
1: Yeah, and we watch the Chef stuff.
0: Hey, wait, how did our, our, our last guest do? Um who uh was Stephanie, right? Yeah. Seymour? She did. She
1: didn't win. Is she winning? She didn't win. No, she ended up she ended oh, up that's... losing. Um, but she did really well. She I, I mean, she had the best story. That there's just one guy that ended up just killing it. The one oh, yeah? person ended up just really, really just like every who, single one who just went in. I'll have to look. I I, I don't remember okay. the person because but Steph got close and I was really but excited. But they finished it out in Tuscany, right? Yeah, they uh yeah, it's uh I have to look at
0: That'll be back. She's not going anywhere. That, that oh, she's no. a, she's a rock star. That's that's not that. Uh, yeah, that's not that's not changing. All right, well, I guess we have to go, right? I mean again, yes, it's we like do. we're right at that at that precipice. We have a big guest in a couple episodes coming up which I'm very excited about.
1: Yeah, well, we have some great guests all week. We're gonna have some fun this week. We're growing up oh, yeah, stuff. we have a great guest tomorrow too. Jeez. Please now, if you haven't already, go out and get um, download the podcast, like, subscribe, yeah. rate it. Just give us five stars We're not... live every day. You don't have to listen to it there. Just download it there and and, and show them that we're doing it. Um, yes. You know, check us out on uh, Instagram at uh you know at Starburns Audio. Go to TikTok at TikTok Pod. We're starting to put little yes. clips out there, and it's doing pretty good. Like it's there, and uh we'll we'll check you later.
0: Yes, everybody, stay safe, stay sane, stay strong, and we will see you at the
1: next one. Jason Swift. Love love you guys. Take care of each other. Bye.
0: quarantine.
2: A podcast a podcast network.